0: hubhopper originals to start your podcast for free log on to studio.hubhopper.com hello and welcome to the success with savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind i'm your host savita nanjapa entrepreneur, high-achieving 9-to-5-er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos, and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast and on today's solo episode I'm going to be talking about employee onboarding. Now this employee could be an actual hire or it could be an intern but what most solopreneurs, small business owners miss is not having this onboarding process in place or having an onboarding checklist in place for when they hire in the future and sometimes it turns out to be quite ad hoc. You hire someone on the fly like an intern and then you add another and another. And before you know it, you have a small team. You're not taking them through what your brand and your business is about, what your mission is, what are some goals that the company is looking forward to. You missed out on a whole bunch of processes. They don't know some key processes. You've not set up a guideline or a handbook that tells them what the work culture is. None of these things. And, you know, sometimes your business can expand suddenly and you've got to hire suddenly and you don't have key processes in place. And it can be stressful for you. But the more important reason you should have an employee onboarding checklist or a process is so you can signal to your employees that you're a serious business, you're here to stay, it's not casual, it's not something that you operate fly by the night, and it's a professional place. And that helps to build the brand value even in the intern's mind. It makes them feel like they're coming somewhere where um, their time, their work means something, it's going to lead to something bigger. And that's important. So right from the get-go, I would recommend having this in place, even if you don't have someone to hire right now. But at some point in the future, you never say never, right? So you are always going to bring on someone to help you. And that could be one person, that could be a large team. You don't know what it is. But this is a good guiding light that you can have in place. And it also sets the tone for your business You can be a casual business, you can be a casual workplace, but you still have the important things that matter to people who you want to stay with you in the long run and help you grow your business. You have all of those processes in place that signals that you're professional. With that, let's get started. Number one is have a role and responsibility, a job description for each role that you hire for. When you post a job opening, either on social media, on your website, in the marketplace, or um, you know even on an intern hiring platform, you need to share the role and description of uh, the role that you're hiring for. So when you're putting together a job description, make sure to put down not just what the new hire will be doing, but also the detailed responsibilities that this employee is going to be handling. So that's step number one. And when you have that, it also makes it easier for you to hire. It helps you become very clear about what each role will be doing. So starting the job description is a great first step. Next, what you want to do is you've gone through the interview process. You hired this person. And now this person has taken up your offer and is going to join your organization or your company. You want to send, you've already sent the offer letter obviously, but you want to send a pre first day welcome letter or an orientation email. In this email, you want to include action items the new hire will need to address before they begin work. Maybe uncompleted paperwork or contracts that they need to sign off on, documents maybe that they need to be giving, all of that stuff in this email you will also tell them when they should report to work any other information they need to know including things such as parking um, if they're driving themselves how to get there what else should your orientation email have of course it should have a nice note to welcome them on board and about how excited you are to have them join your team but also it's a good opportunity for you to share your company's vision and mission maybe in this email and the most important part. What to expect on day one? What will day one look like? Will they have training? And if so, have you thought through the training schedule? And if you have it ready, if you are able to share it, you should go ahead and share it in their orientation email. This will help the new team member prepare for day one. Now that you've got that out of the way, the next step is if they're going to be not working online, but working with you inside your organization and you are going to be giving them a workstation, then you need to organize that. Know what equipment the new hire will need, logins, passwords, all of that. Keep that handy, maybe make a little note that you can or create a welcome packet which includes the Wi-Fi password, all of this stuff and also identify where they will be sitting and if you need to get any of their tech stuff sorted out. Also during this. Phase, you want to ensure that things like email IDs are ready for them to use from the get. If you have a physical office and they're going to be now that we are slowly opening up uh, from the pandemic and they're going to be working out of this office space with you. If it's a bigger space or if it's part of a co-working space or part of an office building, then you want to just on day one walk them, plan out the office store, show them where everything is, show them the pantry, the office fridge, all of this stuff. Also how they can order their first meal if they are going to be ordering in or if they're going to be bringing their own meals. That's something to talk about and of course also how they can get their coffee. It's important to make the new hire feel welcome and help paint a picture of what their day-to-day will look like. Additionally, if you're in one of those buildings where there are a lot of activities and amenities, including workout classes, etc., you want to share with them how to access all of these amenities. With that done, moving on, what you want to do? Day one, they've arrived. You've taken them through all of this. Now you want to set up and share with them your training schedule sometimes we get so busy that we want to do we want to train our new interns and new hires that's the reason why we hired them because we're already so busy but this is something I recommend taking the time to plan out set up a training schedule it can be one hour in a day that you're walking them through certain processes and steps but it is required if people don't know what to do and we're expecting them to you know know everything on day one then that's that's how you set yourself up For failure, what you want to do is to set yourself up for success. So, plan out the training schedule. Another thing that you can do is if you have more than one team member, you've already hired in the past, there are other employees in your team, you could have your training schedule planned such that the new joinee gets to spend time with each of the other team members and they can walk them through the processes that they cover, they handle. So, the training schedule is really important. I had a, a formal internship program run. And on day one, one of the things that I did was walk them through a company presentation, do an orientation call. And then, after that, every day for one week, one hour, I had a training schedule in place and we walked them through all the important things from email marketing to blog post writing to content writing. I even had a couple of guest experts come to walk them through simple things like SEO and content writing. And it does make a difference. So plan this out along with your other team members and see if you can create a solid training schedule, which will set you up for success. Now that you've got this in place next, you want to plan out what is going to be their first week, right? What is going to be their work? Once the training is done, then on the job, what are they going to be doing? Are you clear about it? And do you have a way to share the workload with them or what they need to be doing in a step-by-step manner? You don't want to dump everything on them and hope that they have initiative and they understand what they need to do. But can you roll out the workload in a step-by-step manner? It may not be practical always, but it depends. Sometimes new joinees are joining you in the middle of chaos. Um, but you have to make it so that they can succeed, so that while it's hard today, tomorrow is going to look better. Now that you've done all of this, next, what you want to do is to plan out, once you've done all of this, and let's say a week in, maybe even on day one, and then maybe at the end of one week, You want to have a check-in call with your new hire and find out how's their time been, what do they have to say, do they have any questions that need to be answered, and it could be anything right from the pay to office activities to protocol to all of this. You know, set up time to check in with this new joinee and talk to them about what's going on because a lot of questions, a lot of doubts a lot of fears can be handled at this stage. Also make a note to ask for feedback. This is where you would want to collect feedback on what went well, what could be done better, what do they know more of, and new joinees will give you a lot of feedback which will help you strengthen your onboarding process. Finally, I like to create something called as the employee handbook. It could be online, it could be like an ebook. This is where you give them your company's values the mission, vision, maybe even the holiday list, culture, this is where you can describe what the company culture is, what are some things that you expect from them and what they can expect from you and then if you have this put together as a nicely made handbook that you can create even on Canva you could either choose to give them a hard copy or you can give them access to you know you can download or email the pdf to them. With that I come to the end of sharing with you what an employee onboarding process should look like for a small business owner, or if you're just hiring even one person, it's great to do that. With that, we come to the end of this employee onboarding process and what week one and the first few days of a new employee should look like. Set up all these processes, improve it, better it. You don't have to follow everything that I said. You can create your own process, but do have a process in place. It's really going to help you build a great team. If you have all this in place you don't need to scramble when things get really busy to put some processes in place. And with that if you have any questions find me on my Instagram handle Success with Savita. send me a DM or feel free to find me on my website or email me. Thank you for listening in and let me know how you like this episode. Leave us a review, leave us a five star rating if you liked it and share with a friend. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success. It's Hubhopper Original. Thank you for listening to this Hubhopper original. If you podcast launch to launch your podcast on you Hubhopper Studio website, register on Hubhopper Studio minute and in one minute, you launch your own own podcast launch Hubhopper.